Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily. Episode 678, Is Frugality About Saving Money or Making You Feel Less Guilty? And here, let me just tell you how much you spend. Both by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. And I am your narrator, Dan. Welcome to another episode of Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today I'm going to keep this intro nice and short for you. So let's get right to our two posts from Ramit, as we optimize your life. Is Frugality About Saving Money or Making You Feel Less Guilty? By Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com In the fascinating article, The Green Bubble, Why Environmentalism Keeps Imploding, Nordhaus and Schellenberger cite this provocative study that has close parallels to frugality. Quote, It's easy enough to point out the insignificance of planting a garden, buying fewer clothes, or using fluorescent bulbs, but the ecological irrelevance of these practices was beside the point. What downscalers offered was not a better way to reduce emissions, but rather a way to reduce guilt. In 2007, we asked environmentalists in focus groups about green consumption. None thought that consuming green would do much of anything to address a huge challenge like global warming. They did it anyway, they said, because it made them feel better. End quote. What is the point of saving money on obsessing about small expenses like lattes? Is it truly to save money or is it to reduce guilt? I'm curious to hear what you think, although I will teach you to be rich readers are self-selected against small frugality. I've always believed that you can't out-frugal your way to rich, and it's not just about the math. $3 a day doesn't really add up to that much. More importantly, it's about the psychology of big wins. Most of us are never going to completely stop spending money on the things we love, especially daily things like our morning coffee. So exhortations to just stop buying those lattes are invariably meaningless. Plus, there's the paradox of choice. The more things we worry about, the less we do of anything at all. And then there's guilt. If there is one thing I hate, it's behavioral change based on guilt. Yes, guilt can cause you to change your eating habits or spending, but the attitudinal and behavioral change is usually short-lived and ineffective. In Guilt and Our Choices, I wrote, quote, In college, I never understood the jackasses who would say they had tons of work to do and that they should work and would go to the library for 13 hours, where they would chat on AIM, read maybe a total of 25 pages, and come back telling everyone they'd been at the library all day, wiping their brow. 
This smacks of stupidity. And when I saw this, I thanked God that he made me a tall but frail man, because if I were Mike Tyson-sized, there would be some trouble for everybody. I've found that guilt is a hugely insidious influence for people, especially people our age. We're making decisions about classes, careers, money, and life because of guilt in a hugely disproportionate way. How many people do you know that major in econ because they're guilty about their parents paying $160,000 for them to attend college? Or they go to law school? Or they choose some particular job because they should? End quote. How much of saving money is about guilt? Do we really feel guilty about splurging for dessert or buying those jeans, but then do it anyway? How many friends do we know who say, yeah, I really should save more money? Or do we create a conscious spending plan decide strategically what we love and what we don't, and spend accordingly. Here, let me just tell you how much you spend by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Writing about personal finance is a curse in many ways. It's like being a cardiothoracic surgeon standing in line and watching someone buying a KFC bucket of 14 thighs and legs right in front of you. You could say something, but it would be uncouth. Still, sometimes I can't resist. First, the situation. I was at a holiday potluck, and man, people brought the best foods. There was the typical pasta, cheesecake, and salad. But then, like a glorious peacock preening in the sun, someone walked in with a gigantic bag of McDonald's chicken nuggets with all the sauces. Shortly afterwards, another person brought in KFC. I was stunned that someone would have the audacity to bring McDonald's to a potluck, and I loved it. Anyway, I met this girl who found out I do personal finance stuff and she started asking me about her 401k. But Ramit, she said, I don't make enough to max out my 401k. She works at Google, which has a very generous plan. Well, I told her she could either make more money, cut costs, or do nothing. She replied that she couldn't really cut her costs. I'm not like all those other girls who go shopping, she told me. I really don't spend a lot. This is when I got a gleam in my eye. Really? So I asked her how much she spends on rent and a few other things and did a quick calculation. I told her she probably spends about $30,000 a year on expenses, and she looked at me like Gumby had just walked into the room doing backflips and jumping jacks. Huh? She said. It adds up. $1,200 a month on rent, $1,000 a month recreation, like going out, vacation, Christmas gifts. Yes, you have to factor those in. $500 a month miscellaneous, like gas, unexpected medical, and travel. As you can see, this is a really, really rough estimate that adds up to $32,400 a year. The number stunned her. I continued eating my chicken nuggets. First of all, if you do nothing else today, just do a back-of-the-napkin calculation like I did to get a ballpark of what you spend. Then, if you're working, compare your annual spending with your annual income after taxes and see if you're spending more than you make. For example, if the potluck person had a $40,000 income and $32,400 in expenses, After taxes, she'd actually be spending more than she made. Please do this to see if you are spending more than you earn. If you're too lazy to do this, I hate you. Back to the girl. I suggested she read my 2006 financial makeover, table of contents, or any book, and I made the same points I always make. You can't get rich if you don't know where your money is going. But I think there's a larger point that I'm starting to realize. Frugality would only get her so far. Sure, now that she realizes how much she's spending, she might cut 10% off her budget and start investing it. That's great. But to the people I've talked to, they want more. We all want to save more, spend more, and make more, which comes back to making more money. 
That's why I'm sort of torn between writing about the mechanics of saving, banking, budgeting, and investing, or working with what you have and personal entrepreneurship to make more. You just listened to the posts titled, Is Frugality About Saving Money or Making You Feel Less Guilty? And here, let me just tell you how much you spend, both by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. For a lot of people, it can be stressful and confusing to manage their finances. Even I used to feel this way when using different finance apps. But then I tried Monarch Money and everything got so much easier. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. And that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much for being here and listening, and I will see you tomorrow in the Thursday show where your optimal life awaits.